0: Hey guys, welcome to the Spruce Home Show, your no BS podcast that tackles what it looks like to design, build, and renovate. We're your hosts, Brad and Caitlin Blair. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spruce Home Show. Um, This is episode five, and this week I am with Scott. Scotty is, uh, a journeyman carpenter and he's been with us for almost three years now. Um, before we start, I want to share the story of how Scotty came to us. <laughs> um, cause I think it's pretty cool. So we met Scott, I guess, almost like exactly three years ago and we just went out for drinks. We were just hanging out, um, no agenda at all other than just hanging out and, and having some beers. And at that point in time, we were looking to hire somebody. Scott didn't know that we didn't, we didn't share that. Um, and so three weeks after we went for beers, we put an ad up, we put an ad up and in like less than a week, we got 300 applications. It was insane. Um, Granted, probably most of those were just throwaways. I'm pretty sure most of those were throwaways, but there was a lot of applications. And all of a sudden, we got a message from Scott, who we'd met one time, um, saying, hey, I saw that you're looking uh, looking to hire somebody for some help. I'd be interested. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so Scotty ended up coming in. We chatted for like half an hour. I think we basically offered the job like on the spot. And we didn't open one of those 300 resumes, not one of them, um, which was a win for us for sure. Cause I certainly did not want to go through all of those at all. Um, it's worked out. Awesome. Scott's been great for us. Um, helping expand our business. Uh, he's a great guy to be around, to work with. Um, clients love him. Caitlin would say the ladies love him. Oh, <laughs> so- <Jesus. laughs> uh, so, so thank you Scotty for coming on. Um, I appreciate it. So like I said, Scotty's from, he's from Australia originally and, and he came here basically through travel. Um, so Scotty, maybe share with, the, with them just um, your, your like work journey, both in Australia and in Canada, kind of what you've done in the past, you've done basically at all,
1: but. All right, that's quite the introduction <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like Brad said am a journeyman carpenter I started my apprenticeship when I was 18 in Brisbane Australia um, I've been around a little in Australia worked in Queensland Western Australia residential commercial Went out of my field for a while, did some other things in construction. Um, yeah, pretty, doubled, it doubled in a lot of areas, I guess you could say. And then went traveling with some mates. I was in South America and then landed in Canada about nearly seven years ago now, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. And here we are, I've been with Spruce nearly three years did uh worked for another builder prior to spruce did some property maintenance stuff before that um so yeah pretty so what the
0: the thing that i the the thing that i think like meshes us together super well is that we do a variety of things and scott likes to do a variety of things and in and what i what i mean by that is not doing the same thing every day i he's built from the same cloth that i am in that way is that like doing different things all the time to keep things fresh um and it it works out awesome the biggest thing that i appreciate about scott is that he just figures things out (laughs) lots of times we'll go through we'll walk through jobs um and i don't have all the details uh ironed out nor does caitlin um and and we go through it and kind of talk through what is in our brain and even though we may not have an answer right there on the spot Scott's answer is always all figured out and we walk in two days later and it's done. Uh, and it looks exactly like we, we kind of envisioned. So it's awesome. He cares about his work um, and he puts pride in what he does. So it's awesome having Scott. That being said, um, one of the things that we want to talk about is the importance of the last three weeks of your, your build or your, or your renovation, your renovation is maybe the last two weeks, but your build is more the last three. Um, a lot of people don't understand the importance of the last three weeks and everything that goes into the last three weeks. Um, a lot of times you can see on a, on a schedule or a calendar that it, you might think that you just need to put the last light fixtures on and, and the plumbing fixtures and um, put on some door handles and you're done. But there's a lot more to it than that. And and it is extremely important those last three weeks on on how the finish of your house comes together. So we just want to talk about that. Um, So maybe first off, just to give everybody more of a glance into what those last three weeks look like, other than those things that I mentioned, like what all goes into the last three weeks, both from, uh, let's say, any builder. There's certain things that any builder has to do and there's certain things that we do. Um, What do those last three weeks look like?
1: So for me, and Spruce in particular, with being a design slash furnishing element to what we do as well there is the furniture building a lot of people will furnish their whole house and which equals a lot of boxes and (laughs) a lot of product to put together so and that kind of just shows up on site gets stored until it's time so you don't really you lose track of what you're actually getting yourself into until it's time to get into it and you'll be all of a sudden buried in boxes of beds and boxes of tables and boxes of barstools. <laughs> we, we were talking before we went on air that,
0: that a lot of times, like from a design perspective, and maybe I'm throwing Caitlin under the bus a little bit here, is that when, when we have all of this furnishing that, that uh, needs to happen or be built, they don't necessarily know what it takes to build it um, in terms of time. And, and we don't open every single box to understand what needs to be built and what's pre-built uh, strictly so that things don't go missing. So to Scott's point, you don't, he doesn't necessarily know what he's getting into until he gets there and sees this heaping pile of boxes in the middle of the living room. Um, so there's, there's time commitments to that.
1: So. And Caitlin's answer is always two days. <laughs> so you've either got to do tw- two 24 hour days or you've got to try and push it a little bit.
0: So, so, yeah, other than that, so there's the furnishing aspect for sure. Um, other than that, what are some things that need to happen outside of that, that that likely every builder needs to do that maybe isn't seen or understood or thought about from, from a client's perspective to understand what really goes on in those last three weeks?
1: So, it's, from what I see, it is also the most exciting Time of the build for clients in particular, because things are starting to look pretty and they're getting excited, and they, all they want to do is move in. But it's the little things like finishing up the things to pass inspections, like caulking countertops, which you can't do, and there's such a process to it. It sounds like something oh, you put the countertop on, you do it, but you've got to wait till the tile is done. You got to wait till the fixtures are set in the in the kitchen whatever you've got to wait till it's clean you've got to it's just little things that you would like to knock off instantly but there's a process to it and a lot of people don't understand that don't realize that so it's just going circling back giving yourself enough time and space I guess without other trades in the build to just do a thorough walkthrough and make sure you have got those little things so you're not coming back in once people have moved in that's what that's the ultimate goal is to minimize the warranties and the callbacks i guess yeah really and
0: and i'll admit that's something that was not on our strong suit um in the past is that we were we were committing to meet timelines regardless of how many people we had to have in the house at once at the end to make it make that happen um, and unfortunately because of that we were people were either rushing or uh, the house like like Scott said silicone on co- on a counter should not happen until the house is cleaned well sometimes if you're trying to rush you just need to make it happen and all of a sudden the silicone lines dirt like literally dirty um, because of that and it sounds like really simple. But there's just a process to it that you need to let play out in order to make sure that everything is as perfect as it possibly can be. Um, It's a lesson that we've definitely learned and we've learned from and we've learned to throw to slow those last three weeks down so that there is that time and that breath so that that we don't have to go back into the house 10 days after the clients moved in um, because we don't want to do that. Clients don't want that. They're just moving in. Um, It kind of kind of goes backwards and it's...
1: Um, it takes a bit of the gloss off it for yeah, them. Yeah, Totally. I feel like they're all excited and then you've just got us constantly knocking on your door or can you leave a key out or just something like that. It's like, no, you want... This is my house now. I don't want you guys here. Exactly. exactly. I want to just enjoy it. You had your time. Now it's my time yeah. type of thing. And you do get that vibe occasionally.
0: Yep. Yep. And which that's, is totally and fair too. It is fair. Theory. And with, like I said, nobody wants us going back in. Um, so there just needs to be like an understanding that those last three weeks or four weeks, like three weeks is just what I'm calling it. But depending on the size of the house or the amount of decorating needs to go on at the end or furnishing, um, that, that might mean four weeks. But if possession gets moved slightly at the end to accommodate that, it will be less of a pain in the neck because people don't need to come back. Um, And you're gonna feel super good when you move in that everything's like just perfect. Um, And then you just get to enjoy the
1: house. I feel like on the point you made about pushing possession, hopefully at that point, you've built a good enough relationship with your builder. You've just got to trust them. If they say, hey guys, we need a week. I know it's not ideal, but you just got to trust them because it's for a reason. And these are the reasons is because we know what's happened in the past and we're trying to avoid that. And we don't want to do the same thing to you. We don't want to be in and out of your house. So if we can buy a week on the back end, it saves us a month of trying to organize trades to come back in and work around your schedules and things like that. So
0: And then they're making a mess in your house. And yeah. and now they need to sand things. And COVID. And COVID, yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> so I, I've heard, I've heard another builder say the same thing that if if you have to back it up a week or, or a month or whatever that time is, the house that you're building, uh, you're going to be living in it for like twenty years, ten years, fifteen years, whatever it is. Is that two weeks of inconvenience really worth the sacrifice of the finishing on a house that you're gonna you're gonna spend that much time in? Um, most people would probably say no. So Yeah, absolutely.
1: So. In the moment, understandably frustrating because you're that excited, but yeah. and long term. you got to
0: try and avoid it. Like It's our job yeah. to try and avoid it, but it's also our job to turn over the best quality house that we can. Um, and this last three weeks is, is an important part of that. Um, so all of that to say the last three weeks are important. They're really important to make sure that you get the final product that you expect uh, from your builder. So it's important because that's when all the touch-ups happen. That's when all that final finishing happens. It's important because that's when you can really see the quality of the finishing. It's important so that you don't have the warranty uh, fixes right away, right after you move in. It's important for that last experience over the hump of you moving in and you feeling like you just moved into a perfectly built fresh house it's just really important to satisfy that last feeling of of excitement of you moving into your custom built home or renovated house so anyway that's our topic for today really wanted to just touch on and explain the importance of those last three weeks because it's something that's really not covered a lot and it's not talked about especially uh kind of in the beginning stages of the build so we just wanted to put it out there um to share with everybody just to get people thinking so again i just want to thank scott um, and i want to thank you guys for listening again we appreciate it so so much um, if you did take value from this podcast and if you know somebody who's thinking about building or renovating it renovating it renovating their home um, please share it with them. If, if you took value, they probably will as well. And even if they are maybe doing it themselves, um, using another contractor, another builder, hopefully at least they can get a better grasp on, on what to expect so that the process is better for them. So again, thanks again. And we'll see you on the next episode.